Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. Uh, I'd like to bring on Dr. Sunith Bath. Sunith, how are you doing? Pretty good. Are you doing a good day? That's a great day. All right. Well, Sunith, you're considered a leader in clear line of therapy, and you've had unbelievable success in implementing your practice, and certainly you're passionate about it as well. Explain to our listeners why you're passionate about clear, clear line of therapy. Well, I feel it, it genuinely benefits our patients. Uh, when, you, when, you're, when you're throwing on the liners, um, you know, you're, you're making things a lot better for them uh, from a health perspective. Okay. Uh, obviously, you're going to get the aesthetics that are going to improve. And I think that's what a lot of people think therapy is. But, but you, we're in the business of promoting health and clear liner therapy, I think, promotes yeah. that. And that's very different from how most people think about clear liner therapy. Mm-hmm. Most of us, at least I grew up thinking of orthodontics, tooth movement, yep. about, especially on adults, is about making things look better. But really what you found in your practice is that focusing on the function and the health pas- aspect of it has really made a big difference uh, for you. Yeah, it definitely has. You know, I we're in the Northwest, and so we're we're kind of in a health conscious uh, area. Um, but it it just uh, I, I think that if you throw the health component into it, um, it's going to help your dentistry in general uh, because you're going to you know see patients that are going to um, improve in a lot of ways. Yeah. So what led you to become interested and implement clear liner therapy in your practice? Well, you know, I'd heard of clear liner therapy as a dental student and got out and uh, uh, was in an associateship and I uh, wanted to take the course. And, and luckily, uh, the dentist that I was with um, said, all right, go for it. He wasn't providing it. He saw my, my interest in it. Uh, I took it. I didn't do a lot of cases with him. Uh, shortly thereafter, within a year, I bought my practice, and that's that was in 2007. Uh, is probably when I really started, you know, getting um, a little bit more uh, Invisalign cases. But I was I wasn't doing a lot. I mean, I really okay. didn't take off until just a few years ago. Okay. And how is implementing Invisalign clear line of therapy? How has it impacted your professional your professional aspect and your practice? I I think it uh, it just makes it so that uh, you're you're able to do more things in your practice. I think when you're when you're a practice that approaches things globally, I mean you're obviously uh, your patients don't want to go anywhere if they can avoid it. Uh, so if you're able to offer something like clear aligner therapy in your practice, 
uh, just one less thing they have to go to someone else for. And, and you know, uh, for my team, it's something fun to do. It's, it's something different, uh, you know, so it just, it just adds services for yeah. us. Do you feel that it's had a financial impact on your practice? Oh, definitely. I mean, you know, we, we set goals for our team and, you know, they know that uh, we tie bonuses to the goals and they know that uh, if they are able to sell a clear aligner case, that it's easier to achieve those goals okay. than, than, you know, our bread and butter stuff. And what about, what have you noticed in them from imp- implementing clear aligner therapy? I mean, what... You know, you mentioned like it's fun. It's something to engage the team. Mm-hmm. Have you found that it was something that uh, your team could be uh, a, a way for them to move up in your practice? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, you know, it's it's kind of one of those things where you, you try to identify that person that has a passion for it, and then they can um, that person. Then you you tell them, look, uh, you can be my Invisalign or or your Clear Aligner therapy. Uh, lead and right. and so you you incentivize them, uh, tell them this is where I want to go with this, and kind of let them drive the practice for that particular department. You know, I've always found that when you when you identify a person, I call them champions in our mm-hmm, practice. Mm-hmm. That it gives them a sense of ownership, it gives them a sense of purpose, yes. and it, you know, and people want to be led and people want to have goals. But the challenge is, it's kind of hard to have goals on crowns and fillings. It's not as not as satisfying or is not as rewarding to say uh, when you when you're focused on traditional general dentistry. And one of the things we talk about when we talk about pivoting your practice uh, is about going beyond traditional dental school, traditional dentistry, and really adding new services to your practice. And the key, would you say, in your practice? One of the keys is you're not really attracting these patients. These would you say a lot of these patients are already in your practice? Oh, definitely. I mean, we we're seeing we see patients all the time in hygiene. Uh, it, it's similar to sleep apnea and, right. and, and other things, um, but you see them all the time, and and it's a very easy conversation to have with them. That uh, look, you've you've got crowding here and the reason why the hygienist spending extra time cleaning your teeth is and it doesn't feel so great is because those teeth have they accumulate a lot more debris right. and so then that conversation leads into okay this is what we can what do are to solutions fix that. correct right you say you know i think it's a great segue so you say that's a very easy conversation to have but yet so many practices including my own practice mm-hmm. has truly struggled at implementing Invisalign, clear line of therapy, whatever we want to call it. Mm-hmm. You know, what would you say are the three obstacles holding dentists back from doing more or truly implementing uh, this type of treatment at a high level in their practice? Uh, well, the first thing I think is confidence. Um, okay. and, and that's probably what held me back initially uh, for the years that I was in a a clear aligner therapy provider uh, and why I didn't uh, do too many cases is I just wasn't confident in it. And when you mean, um, when you say you weren't confident, what do you mean by that? What were you not confident about that, I, that you weren't, you, that you shouldn't have been doing it? I, I think it was just that I didn't, I didn't feel like I had the tools or the knowledge that I could, I could do a case and it would turn out well. I mean, I would, I would dabble in cases and, you know, be like dentures. It, you just, <laughs> you just continuously be married to this thing yeah. and it, it would, and, and and frankly, I think the product has gotten better. Yeah. So that's, but it's it is also education. We got to keep you know on top of it, and yeah. I, I continuously am trying to learn more and more. And that's, so what that's I'm hearing I'm you say is probably you know put to put my words into your mouth mm-hmm. here 
is that you did a few cases, you dabbled in it, they didn't turn out great. Yeah. You may have done refinement after refinement after refinement. Yeah. You may have gotten the patient half, three quarters of the way there, 90% of the way there. You weren't happy with the outcome. The patient wasn't happy with the outcome. The patient resigned to saying, okay, that's good enough. Or yeah. worst case scenario, you weren't happy with the outcome and you actually ended up refunding the patient the money uh, because of their unhappiness. Luckily, it never got to that point for me. I, I think it does get to that point yeah. for a lot it has of people. For me. Um, but it, it just, it, it would take a long time and the yeah. patient would be frustrated because here's, here's, you know, clear line of therapy. A lot of times we would like to think it's a little quicker. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, when a patient's in a case for five years, um, they're not happy about no, it. No, especially and, if you tell them it's going to be happy. 18, 12 to 18 yeah. months. And then it turns out to be, you know, a few months longer is no big deal. But when it turns out to be double that, it's yeah. really challenging. So we're talking, we're talking about three obstacles. Number mm-hmm. one was a confidence Mm-hmm. And then what would you say the number two obstacle is? It would be for, I think for most practice, it would be implementation. Talk yeah. to me about that. What do you mean by that? Uh, that's basically getting your systems down, getting your team trained. Um, f- the first thing you'd need to do is, is once you learn what you need to do from your point of view, then try and teach them what they need to do from their point of view. So you're talking um, about them as the team members. Correct. Like okay. uh, hygiene, helping with diagnosis, mm-hmm. assistance, helping with scanning. Um, attachments, things like that. Uh, so then you have to be able to tell the team, like, this is how I want us to uh, diagnose the patient. This mm-hmm. is how I want then step two is and so on and so forth from every single appointment down the line. Yeah. So. so what I'm hearing you say is, is implementation is more about a little bit of leadership. Yes, definitely. Okay, about, yeah. you know, and then let me let me ask this question, because you talk about your team a lot with this. Mm-hmm. How much of this are you actually doing? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, podcast family. T-Bone here to talk about the 3D Dentist Digital Implant Continuum. Are you ready to start placing dental implants, but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed? I know that feeling. I've been there. Let's change that together. Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom, but actually performing surgeries on real patients right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence-boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, this is about mastering a skill that can transform your career just like it did for me. So, are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www.3d-dentist.com, check out our upcoming sessions, and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now, let's get back to this week's episode. Uh not much. I mean, okay. I, I designed the case, and so you, um, pre- you. When you say you look at the ClinCheck or whatever correct. different yeah. service there is, yeah. and and you you approve and design that the final outcome is what you and the patient discussed. 
Yeah, and I, I think initially that's where the work is for, for us as doctors, right. uh, that uh, we're, we're designing the case, we're figuring out uh, when there's a refinement, then you have to redesign the case. That's where the work is for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Then the rest of it's handled by the team. I mean, okay. And when you say the rest of it, what does that mean? Attachments? Uh, attattachments, scanning, okay. um, yeah, those kinds of things. Delivery? Uh, Follow Delivery. Ups. I mean, you, you you will be doing like IPR. Okay. Uh, if you're adding adjunct services, which we do, such as Propel, um, you would be doing those kinds of things. Um, but it doesn't take up that much of your time. So you, you can, can kind of put it on in. a side column? Yeah, definitely. Okay, I mean, so this isn't yes. something that necessarily sits on your column where you're taking up your restorative implant, whatever it may be, time to do that. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a major thing. It's okay. kind of considered like a crown seed. You okay, know, absolutely. Very, very if you quick. use a dovetail schedule, that makes total sense. Correct. So we're talking about the three obstacles. Obstacle mm-hmm. number one was confidence. Mm-hmm. Obstacle number two is implementation. And what would you say the third obstacle is? The third obstacle is uh, basically trying to get patients to do the treatment. Case acceptance. Know, case acceptance. All right. Yeah, so what have you done in your practice to improve case acceptance? Uh, again, it's kind of a, it's a health approach. Okay. So there's four key things I focus on. Uh, one is the perio. Okay. So we, we talk about that. That's probably the, the biggest thing you can show a patient, uh, especially in crowding cage, cases. It's, and that it's really easy. speaks to your hygienist, correct? Correct. Because the, hygiene, the hygienists want to focus on, and I hear this all the time, is, is how do I get my hygienist more involved? How do I get mm-hmm. my hygienist more involved? And whatever it is we want to do. And what I like about what you're saying, and I don't know if you really knew that you did this or not, yeah. is that you said, okay, how do I relate this particular product that we want to offer in our practice and how do I relate it to my hygienist so that they don't question your motives and that they have a vested interest or a comfort level back to that confidence of talking about it to the patients? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's very easy for them. I mean, it's, it's a, you know, you take a quick uh, intro photo, photo and uh, show them, okay, here's what I'm, you know, and for them, again, they can tell the patient, well, this is why it doesn't feel so good when I'm yeah. cleaning your teeth and I can fix this. So yeah. a before picture, before you start cleaning mm-hmm. with a good camera would be great. Yep. And then maybe an after picture after the cleaning and yep. to, to be able to show, Hey, listen, this is how hard we had to work. Mm-hmm. This is, and this is why, and here's a choice at the end of the day, Mrs. Jones and Mr. Jones, you don't have to do anything about it, mm-hmm. but I want, I wanted to make sure you're aware of these options. And truthfully, these are the consequences of not doing something about this. Correct. Continued bone loss because of debris, bacteria accumulation, all of those things. Yeah, and if you have a scanner, mm-hmm. um, it's very easy. Yeah, and so then, something like the iTero, where right. it has an immediate clean check mm-hmm. to where you can show your patient exactly what's going on. So you're able to leverage technology. And how, how much are your hygienists using such a device like the iTero? Uh, quite a bit. They, okay. it's, it's very easy. So okay. it doesn't take them long to do a scan and they can pull it up and they can show the before and afters. And uh, that's super powerful for the patient. And it also serves as a documentation mm. of their condition, where they started. And uh, over time, you can actually show them how their teeth have changed and moved and worn over time with something like that. Yeah, and that leads to the second thing is, okay. is wear. Okay. Uh, you know, so like you said, you could show them the wear. Um, and then the third thing I'd tell them is they'll have less decay again okay. because of cleanliness. Uh, and then the fourth thing is, is sensitivity. Um, okay. you know, you're going to have less sensitivity if your teeth talk meet to me each about other that. Better. What do you mean by that? Well, just so, when your occlusion's better, you know, there's teeth that if you, 
for instance, I mean, if we leave a crown high or something, the right. patient's going to come back and be like, well, you know, this doesn't feel so good. It, it's, I just tell them it's kind of the same thing with their teeth. If you're hitting a t- tooth in a certain way, um, sure, you're going to have the attrition, the bone loss and all that stuff, but it's not going to feel so good. Okay. Know? So, right. You know. What is the best way for d- dentists? Because I haven't met a dentist yet that says, hey, I don't want to implement these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more about I've tried, I failed. Yeah. You know, I haven't had the success. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing enough of it to justify really making a push towards it. What would you say is the best way to overcome these three obstacles of confidence, implementation, and case acceptance? I think you. the first thing is you have to seek out the CE okay. and, and so, and by the uh, way, that CE isn't even easy to find. No, it's not. And it's not easy always to get into, uh, right. you know, so, so that I guess there is a challenge there. Uh, but once you find the right CE that works for you, um, then, then use that conf, use that to gain confidence okay. and, and maybe take on start that will lead you to take on tougher cases. Okay. Uh, and that's where it gets a little more gratifying. So you can cast a wider net Correct. of patients that you're willing to treat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then implementation, um, you know, you just, you just develop the systems. I mean, for every single patient that comes in when we're doing a, hyg- a new patient exam, a recall exam, there is a sheet that I look at and it says Invisalign discuss, it says apnea discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can look at that and be like, okay, this has already been done, you know? And, and so the other thing is, is that, uh, if it has been discussed, don't be afraid to discuss it again. Right. I, I think a lot of times to revisit it. we get afraid of rejection, yeah. Yeah. you know? And, and so we're not going to talk, talk to the patient again when, if that's what you want to do, and if that's what your practice is, you should be able to do it whenever you want. Um, I have a patient who I'm just started a case on. I've been talking to her for 10 years about this right. and she finally is doing Invisalign and she's super happy she's doing yeah. it. So they'll do it at their own time. Yeah. Um, so that it's implementation. Um, the third thing, I, as far as uh, the consult goes, is is just doing it over and over again and making sure you're touching on the things that are important to you. Um, for me, it's the health. Yeah. Right. And, and so I will just keep talking to them from a health perspective. And I, I think they feel like they're not really being sold. Right. They, they feel like they're like this guy's actually the Health is an easy cares. way to lead in about, about having them do Invisalign for the right reasons and not because... Mm-hmm. You're trying to sell them something to make Correct. them look better. Yep. But the side effect is also, hey, you're going to look better too. Yeah, exactly. And, I, and that's exactly how I put it. I yeah. tell them it's a nice side effect. Like, I don't yeah. care about it, but yeah, yeah. you're going to be happier. With and you can story. whiten your teeth at the same time yep. and all of those things. Yep. So earlier you had mentioned that um, really get successful until about two years ago or three years ago mm. with the line of therapy, but you've been offering it for a long time. Talk to me about why that happened. Well, I took uh, Dr. David Galler's okay. course, and uh, I, I believe, and, and again, these are, these are the type of courses that we want to seek out. Um, he just taught me basically how to do it easy uh, okay. and, you know, like predictable. You're going to get it done in this many aligners. You can treat these cases. Uh, and I think that's where I was like, okay, now I've got my confidence up. Now I know I can do these cases, and they'll turn out okay. Yeah. And I'm not going to, like, it's not going to cost me more money to do it right. than, you know, like just in time alone. Yeah. And so, uh, and it's not going to frustrate my staff. Yeah. So, um, that's, 
you know, I, I think um, ultimately what, you know, and I've been through Geller's course as well. And, yeah. and we've seen a big increase in, in our part that way uh, is what I really learned there is I gained the confidence of knowing what cases to tackle. Mm-hmm. And it was not just easy cases, yeah. but it was being able to look at someone and say, okay, this is probably a case that I'm not going to get done. And I was really able to develop a field goal about what fit within my business model and what cases were right for me. And and to me, then we became confident and then we were able to present. And then we, you know, we knew which patients we'd take on because oftentimes we'll start a case and we'll let this one case yeah. ruin it for everybody else, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that, that's such a great point is that you can't, you can't get scared because of, you know, one patient or one case or, you know, something that just didn't go right. Because there's so many cases that do turn out really great and even, even tough ones. And, and like you said, you know, make it work for your practice. Uh, if I want to do propel or if right. I see, if I see a tough case, I'll be like, you know what, I need to charge a little bit more for this. Um, but this is why, and I recommend that we do propel, um, to make it better. And then I explain to him why, why we do that. And, and so, you know, I don't by any means discount what I'm doing. I'm, I'm going to make sure I, I, I get paid for what I do, but I want to also make sure that they understand they're going to get a great product at yeah. the end. A great, so, great result. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. So if a dentist says, Hey, listen, I get it whatever, mm-hmm. this is not right for me, and they choose not to add something like this to their practice, what are they missing out on? Well, I think you're, you're missing out. It, it, it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, you're missing out on when those cases do turn out well, which a vast majority of them do. Um, you, you, just the, the gratitude that the patient has. And it's not just the aesthetic cases. It's the cases where they feel their bites better. Or, yeah, the breath is uh, better. The, yeah, there you go. Um, you know, those kinds of things. Um, and I think that that's what a lot of us enjoy. You know, like when you do that anterior crown case and you and it comes out great and the patient's super happy about it. Um, I feel that's what you miss out on. Yeah. So. You know, I'd like to add something to that. Uh, and I kind of use this joke over and over again is... Uh, I've never had a patient get up out of the chair and say, thank you for buckle pitting me, you know? <laughs> yeah. and, and, and so that's what Invisalign is to me or clear line of therapy, whatever, smile, correct, whatever they yeah. all are. They're all, they're all great products, you know? And the other thing I look at it of what they're missing out on is they're missing out on the next step in their practice. Mm-hmm. They're missing out on potentially losing that patient because they may become interested in because of the consumer marketing that's going on. And they may try to find a provider that can offer them all those services or yeah. just that service. And they go there and like, why am I not in this practice? And I think that's what some practices are starting to experience mm-hmm. is this slow attrition. And they're wondering why their patients are, are going away. And the truth is, is they're just not keeping up with the services not not to mention the technology and the decor and the aesthetics of modern dentistry uh, but even the services that are available and and I think it's 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 a systemic issue of a mentality uh, that that can be that can lead down a path that's not good for the overall business and practice well, I 100% agree with you. I mean, I, I, you have to diversify in this day yeah. and age. I mean, well, it's just like you, the stock market, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and and it's, it, keeps the, it keeps you fresh, you yeah. know, when you're doing something different. Um, but, but, yeah, they'll seek. I mean, we see a lot of patients. We actually 
a lot of patients come in and become patients of ours because they see that we provide this service. We provide other services that their dentist may not provide. Um, And it gives your patients a reason to talk about your practice. Very few patients are going to go talk about, oh, my God, my my dentist does the best fillings in the world, you know. But when you can talk about something that is unique. Mm-hmm. or that not every practice is offering or not offering at a higher level. I think there's something valuable there. Yeah. All right, so a dentist is on the fence. They listen to you talk, and they say, hey, you know what? I think I'm ready to do this. What is the number one reason they should add uh, Invisalign or clear line of therapy to their practice? Well, I, I think it's it's one of those things that you can do as a team. Yeah. And um, it, from helping in hygiene, helping diagnose it to the assistant's, um, and to the front desk, everyone gets involved with it and, and they get involved with it in a, in a very fun way. Um, and the patients, when they leave and they, their case is done and, you know, everyone sees their smile and it's, it's, that's where I, I think, you know, it's something that you won't regret putting into your practice. So, you know, when I speak across the country, uh, one of the most common issues I hear from dentists outside of insurance as one of the challenges in their practice Mm. is team. Yeah. Like how do I hire the best? How do I maintain the best? How do I pay the best? Mm -hmm. And the truth is, is when you don't implement procedures like Invisalign, you're, you're one step behind because it's going to increase your revenue in your practice. And when your practice revenue increases, there's more to share. Okay. It's going to give your team members a sense of being a part of something that's modern and something that's moving forward. Mm -hmm. And it's going to give your team members a chance to grow and to really have a path forward. It's like, you know, and I think this is the challenge in dentistry is we don't have the perspective of the traditional employee at a a larger company Mm -hmm. where they walk in at bottom level and they move up. Right. You know, the person didn't, most of the time the person doesn't become CEO by just walking in as CEO, they start here. We've always heard the stories of, hey, I started middle management, moved to upper management, and then I moved to an executive position, and that's how we move forward. And we're not creating enough of that in our practices. And that is, again, you know, when team members look around, they talk to others, we have social media, and when they see their... When they see, hey, I graduated with that person, look what they're doing. Why am I not doing that? And I'd love to do that. You know, and, and that's how we start losing team members. Well, and it's it's all about creating owners, right? right? So um, so something like this, when you when you're doing different things and and they believe in your practice, and you know, uh, I think that goes a long way. Uh, it, maybe even in some cases, sometimes more than the the money side of oh, things. Oh, absolutely. Um, that they want to be a part of something that's that's exciting. Yeah. And so, by doing different procedures like this, you're making it exciting for them. You know, I think it's uh, the the best word I can use to describe this is it creates a better culture mm-hmm. in your practice. Yep. And and when you can implement something, you know, and I, I and quite frankly, I, I, I and I hate to say it this way. But uh, I look at Invisalign as probably the gateway drug, Mm -hmm. okay, because Mm -hmm. there is so much consumer momentum behind Invisalign. They're doing such a good job of creating awareness that if an office can learn to implement and gain case acceptance there, they're going to have easier time doing implants. They're going to have a much easier time doing sleep. They're going to have a much easier time doing cosmetic cases. All of these things become easier 
because you've already tasted what success looks like and you've gotten past that traditional dental school dentistry of a $500, a thousand, a $2,000 treatment plan yeah. and you moved up along the way. Well, and it's, it's, that's where it becomes easier to implement it yeah. because you, you approach everything from an occlusion standpoint. Like you said, like before you do an implant, you're like, well, you know what? I could place an implant in a better spot if I do an Invisalign. Right. Um, even, even before sleep apnea, even though there's some oh, tooth, sure. tooth yeah. shifting a that bit happens, of um, I will still tell the patient, look, if I'm going to make you an apnea appliance, um, I need to talk to you about this before I do it because I can get your teeth in a better in a better position before I do the apnea appliance. So, you know, it just having that mentality that we're going to think about getting the teeth in, in the right position first before I do anything big. And, and a lot of patients see that that makes sense. Well, Sunit, what I've heard from you is that Invisalign has made a massive impact in your practice, mm -hmm. uh, that you started out uh, long ago, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, and that you dabbled in it for a very long time. You didn't give up, but you took some education and some training. You brought your team members on board. You leveraged technology with iTero. Mm -hmm. And in, in the last two or three years, you've seen significant success. Uh, and how would you define significant success? What, what's the number of cases somebody can look at? I, you know, it's, it's very easy. I, I think if we go with a per month type thing, I would start slow and just try and get one case per week. Okay. Um, if you can do 50 cases in six months, um, I think you're doing pretty darn good. Okay. So 100 um, cases a year 100 is reasonable. 100 cases a year, I think, is, is very doable. Okay. Uh, and, and even, tr but listen, at the end of the day, 20 cases a year is 100 grand in revenue. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, I mean, so. And those patients are in your practice. Yeah. So it's, it's What percentage idea. of your patients are coming from within your practice? Uh Probably 90%. So 90% of your 100, 120 cases, whatever you're doing, 90% uh, of them are basically coming through hygiene. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's amazing. Easy to identify. And, and that fits so well in our philosophy of you don't have to grow your practice physically mm -hmm. to grow your practice business-wise. Correct. Yeah. Sunita, I want to thank you. Yeah. Uh, for our listeners that want to learn more, bend your ear about what you've done or if they have questions, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Uh, they can uh, reach me at my office. Uh, Impressions Dentistry is the name of it. It's in Olympia, Washington. Uh, phone number is 360-493-1866. You seem hesitant on that. <laughs> I think about that. Uh, my email address is Sunit0, my first name, Sunit05 at yahoo.com. So, you know, Yahoo is a very old email address. I know. I you know. know, I'm too lazy. What about social media? You're on Facebook, Instagram, yes. all of yeah. those things. Yeah. I'm they can Facebook. message you and all sure. of that. They you can bet. request you as a friend. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so you're going to get me to do one of these little races that you do? Oh, yeah. A yeah. Spartan race. Yeah. I would love it if you came out and did one So I think here's the deal, okay? <laughs> I think our listeners would probably pay you money uh, to get me to uh, do a Spartan race. It's, so, a, it's a good goal to have. They're, they're a lot of fun. Well, I think you should take it on as your goal to get me to do one. All right. Like, I'll show up it. for one. Okay. The question is, can I start it and can I finish it? Look, when I when I did my first one, I was like, what the heck is this small little Indian dude doing trying to get over some of these big, huge, like, six-foot obstacles? And I, I tell you what, uh, when you it, – it's, it's probably like stuff in our practice, yeah. right? When you accomplish it, uh, things you don't think you can accomplish, uh, it's a good feeling. So, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Sunit. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. All right.
Hey, podcast family, T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode.